Welcome to the Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions, with your hosts, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. Listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and you can find us at our website at thepreacherscorner.net, on Facebook at The Preacher's Corner, and IG at the.preacherscorner. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, we back in the building, back in the building, Pastor JT, once again on The Preacher's Conan, man, we got a dope artist in the building. Y'all know we don't be lacking when it comes to the guests, man. So without further ado, we dropping it hot with my boy straight from D-Town. That's Detroit, Motown City. J.R. Mo is in the building. Oh, it's true. Appreciate What's you having me. Goody. What's goody, my bro? Oh, man. Just living and doing what I do on the daily. Just trying to stay consistent. Man, that is key, man. That's key, man. Before we jump into it, man, we got to go ahead and tell the people, man, to hit that like button, man. Don't be no hater. Hit the like button, man. Oh, it's true. Just show some love. And uh, my favorite thing, man, I want you to go ahead in the comments. Drop those anchor emojis if you're anchored in the Lord, man. I do it like this, my boy. My soul has been anchored. That's what it is. Show some love and hit that love button, like button, whatever it is that you on, whatever platform you watching this on. Man, we just about to chop it up with my bro. We got a special guest, J.R. Mo, Detroit City. Tell us a little bit about Detroit, man. Man, Detroit is a wild city, but right now we kind of got our shine right now. A lot of people paying attention to us right now. So it's a good look, good time, good look for the city. That's what's up, man. How how is it being an artist from Detroit, knowing that I mean that's Motown, yeah, that's Motown. It, it's kind of like a Eminem. You got the uh, Eight Mile. You, it's it's so much in Detroit historically that that being an artist from Detroit, you know, you got to come with it. Yeah, buddy, you definitely, Detroit has always been known to have some of the worst criticism. Like, we're one of the hardest cities to impress. So to be an artist here, you definitely got to be on your A-game. And the mind frame of the city is kind of like, you. a lot of people go out the city to make it. Like, we got to stick together a little more. But now this year, it seemed like the last year or two, Detroit as a whole has been like speaking together, coming together, and being back on some wholesome stuff again. So it's like a good look for the city right now. That's what's up, man. I I just I'm just at all oh, how fast everything is moving for the city. Just the last few years, man, it, it was Thanks. a little damper over it because of the the water situations in Flint. Ooh. And, Oh my God! And the crime crime rate just continuing to go up and continuing to go up. How is it surviving in in the city? Uh, if you know anything about Detroit, Detroit is known for bread and hustlers. So it's kind of like a lot of people right now is on their self sufficient things. Like the politicians is on some whole other ball game. So it's kind of like. Right now is the time for everybody to take charge and get into their own land and become self-sufficient and get your own businesses and do your own thing. Nobody's going to take care of you like you. That's right. It's that. That's why you see the strikes and everything going on. They playing with the money. It's kind of like a subliminal form of 
captivity in a sense. Like they're wow. not to control your pockets and stuff. So wow. everybody's starting to wake up a little bit more in our communities nowadays. So it's a little reckless, it's a little catch twenty two with both, but yeah, it's just like you gotta wake up and see what people's actually doing, man. That's wild. That's wild, man. Man, in the entertainment world, in the entertainment world, it's 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 really, 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 really a trending topic right now. Somehow, some way, uh, Will's wife Jada is back oh in the media again. Man, tell us your thoughts <laughs> on on the Will and Jada. <laughs> Fiasco, the surface behind what oh book that she is. Do you think it's just to promote the book that she's back in the media again, or she uh, just really want to tell her side of the story? Honestly, it's hard looking on the outside in without having the actual factual points and things that we know and can justify as being true. Right. But a lot of it is politics, man. Like. Who's to say he's not in on it with it? Right, right, like, right. It's hard because he does have. He's working on an album with with Jonah Lucas, so it, it it's it's catch twenty two. That part. So, what sells faster than any other thing besides sex, right. drama, negativity? Drama. Right. So nowadays, it's a promotional skill. Like just like this whole burn, this whole everything in the in the industry. Everybody right. is just like feeding into the negativity because it generates talk and it generates views. People tap in. And now if you do have a plan and you're trying to promote something, they're going to have no choice, but to look at that too. Right. It's just like politics, man. I really try not to get into the politics. I try to be as authentic as myself as I can be. That's right. That's right. Like you say, Oh, it's true. Oh, it's true. Oh, it's true. And it's just like, it's just like, when it comes down to the Will and Jada thing, this stuff gets beyond wild because it's like right because she keeps bringing up uh, a relationship with 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 uh, Tupac and uh, I seen one video that that she says she visits him at Rikers uh, Rikers Island in the prison and and that's where he proposed to her and I'm like why is all of this coming out 27 years later honestly. In my opinion, especially with the with the with the with the case being reopened, a lot of Pac stuff is is trending. Ooh. The the new AI uh, uh, song released by Pac dissing uh, uh, Puffy and and all all of this <laughs> all of this time whirlwind. So it's like, let me get a piece of this this, wow. this fiasco. So I'm thinking Jada is just. Really wanting to be seen right now. See, like I said, with the whole publicity thing and right. pop being a new trending topic, which he's a new trending topic every year, seems like. But right. with especially around that thing, around that 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 time where he was was murdered, so which was at sure. the end of September. So yeah, every every, since every then, year, honestly, every, every since year. then. So yeah. with that being said. If if Will has an album coming out and Jada's tied to Will and everybody know Will, Jada, Tupac relationship and Will has expressed the fact that right. he was kind of envious of her and Pac relationship. So in a sense, if it is all truthful and panning out the way it did pan out, she couldn't tell him that because that would have hurt their marriage even more. Right. So, so do like, you see do you see some type of diss track from Will on this album? 
Um, I, I believe he's probably going to say some subliminals because he's getting to that point where he's outspoken about it. But if they're getting to that point where that relationship is just falling together all, this, all the time, maybe he feels to the point where he don't have to bite his tongue as much. Man, so I'm hoping I, he would actually I'm, I'm living that. for a diss track from Will, man. <laughs> He's been too positive, man. The and best like, the best song he has is the brand new funk in summertime. Outside of them two. Yeah. It's it's I don't know. I kinda like that one he did with the um uh, I'm a legend. I like that I'm a legend song he did when he remixed Jadens. I didn't that, listen to it. I, that's I, nice I, I totally missed it. See that it, when when you get into that realm where 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 you okay, I can see you got a new project out, but all of the other stuff is clouding over it. I'm not even interested in in wasting my time to even listen to it. Yeah, because people speak so bad on just how positive his music is, and they really don't take into consideration the, the lyricism and. He's right. actually a dope artist. Just because he's he clean did. doesn't mean he's right. a bad artist. It's right. just right. a matter of preference. Right. So, like I said, brand new funk and and uh, summertime those caught my attention. But yeah. the parents just don't understand. And I mean, they gave him that that cookie cutter yeah. label yeah. right off the jump. Yeah. I believe he was the first uh, hip hop artist to win a Grammy. So I mean. And- and it, you got to think about it like this. Hammer took that criticism, too. Right. And they both did fairly well in their mm. numbers and sales. And- Listen, Hammer broke barriers. And people right. don't really give Hammer enough credit as they should. Man, credit. Hammer got a lot of firsts. Will has a lot of firsts. Will might be and, one of the first crossing and neither, neither one of these two that you mentioned has gotten any love as it's the celebration of 50 years of hip-hop. And why is that? Because positivity doesn't sell. I just really feel like it's that. Like, in order to make a dollar in this industry nowadays, you got to be promoting something that's going to Now, watch, watch this. Watch this. I got something to combat that because there's another pioneer that hasn't gotten any love for uh, as far as it pertains to the 50 years of hip-hop, and that's uh, Luther Campbell. Wow. I definitely haven't heard anything of that nature. You heard? I, I ain't been hearing none of the some of the a lot of greats, man. It's a lot of people. Luther Campbell was the was the reason that they put the advisory sticker on. Yeah, man, Luke. So man, if everybody that's, knows if that's Luke's. not altering hip hop, my goodness, what right. else did he got to do? Right. He was he got banned in the USA, <laughs> right? And became a part of the politics and everything too. So how right. do you even forget him at all? Like he's, I mean, a he's big a pioneer in hip hop, especially for the South. If it, if out of the South, you got the bass, the bass music. He was part of the bass music movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no flow rider without Luther Campbell. Man, There's no a lot of Daddy without Luther Campbell. There's no Rick Ross without Luther Campbell. That's that's Miami music. Man, there's a lot of people that could contribute to the progression of it. But it's just like this new day and age, people have a short memory span, man. It's like right. people tend to forget if you're not relevant and in the light all the time, people minds is just going like that. Like they don't pay attention to you. Out of sight is out of mind. 
Right, right. So it's right. that you got to keep your speaking as such. And I'm glad you, you you brought that up because it takes me back because I saw you was headed there and then you kind of backpedaled and, mm-hmm. and and got up out of it. The <laughs> the Birdman and Gilly. Man, I've been following that for years. Out of sight, and out of mind. That's what what brought it back to me because where all this been? It's listen. Honestly, I remember all of this from back. Like, I was watching the videos where Lil Wayne had on Gilly Chang, and I know a little bit about cultural language and the way things say, like lingos and things people say. If you listen to one of Wayne's songs off of the Carter album, he has Philly lingo, which is where it's Gilly from. Right. People like to say he didn't write Lil Wayne raps, which I don't believe he wrote all of them. Okay. I believe he assisted in writing something. Like, I ain't say he wrote the whole Carter Hunt, but right. he has points in them songs that Wayne probably wouldn't have said because he wasn't from Philly at the time. He was younger. Like right. he got a he got a song where he was like for effing with your boy. That's mm-hmm. Philly lingo. That's how Gilly right. talked. Mm-hmm. He rapped like that still to this day. So it's not unlogical for him to say that he wrote for Lil Wayne and you're using the lingo that comes from his city and you that he's the Philly representative from Cash Money at that time. Right. So it's like, I see it. It's hard to say what's truthful and what's not. But Gilly been pretty much standing on his. People like to say he cloud chasing. But I would be mad too if I put my all the efforts into a multi-billion dollar company and didn't get my share. Not even an album put out. Did uh, he even get credits? This is what I'm saying. I don't think they because that because that's this is how how Birdman can can defend himself if, it, if it's not legally written down if it's not on BMI and ASCAP then it didn't happen. But see, on me, I'm a realist, and then at that time, if you were new to the business type of thing, certain things people didn't really know. They was just kind of right. like riding the wave, right. doing things on a loyal friendship thing, which I have a habit of doing stuff like that too. I had to learn like some stuff is really different. You got to separate personal from business right? and really cover yourself because right. it's a whole lot of that going on. So, so to keep from having situations like this 20 years later on down the line, you can say, hey man, it, this is really no conversation. Check the credits. Now, keep them, think about it like this. Cadillac record errors. A lot of them people couldn't prove it neither, but it was apparent. Right. You had to see the clues that's been out there. I saw Lil Wayne with a major figure chain on, which right. I'm not judging, but that shows you were around Gilly. That was Gilly's chain. Mm-hmm. Who else was a part of major figures that was around cash money? Nobody but Gilly. So you had his chain on in your video with hey, you and Manny Fresh. And you're using Philly lingo in the raps on that album. Yeah. It's just, I'm a realist, man. It makes sense to me. Now, until you can prove it, a person that don't come out and contest it and really be like, look, I could put an end to all the cap just by simply putting the evidence out there. The evidence is out there for Gilly. He just said he's been claiming this for 25 years. The evidence is in Lil Wayne. That too. Lil Wayne is not saying, he hasn't said either or. Honestly, right. He hasn't said any, but he has spoken on Gilly. It's right. a bar on one of his songs. Like, Gilly, man, I don't think you want to really come F with me. You're taking that shirt off, you're working it, twerking it perfectly. That was about Gilly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, 
that shows they had a relationship and he right. feels some type of way. He's just not responding to the criticism, but right. he's responding to it. Okay. So it's kind of like, I feel it all on that side. This is like, what my thing is, I can't really, I don't like to pick sides because I really like both artists. I right. like all the artists. So I've been listening to Gilly, even though before he was, I've been listening to him since Major Figure. So even though Wayne is one of my top goats too, because I feel like Wayne carried a whole era for about four or five years by himself. He did. So it's he just did. like, I really want y'all to come together and make money. It's more money to be made on that type man, of stuff. Man, can you just imagine Gillian and, and Wayne on the track? Man, do you understand? They've been beefing for 25 years. That'd be a good com- contribution to hip-hop for a 50, 50th anniversary. Y'all can't put that guy. Ain't no street. Ain't no, no blood, tears. Nobody died behind that beef. It's right. really just all bad business. And, and, and ego. That part. And ego. I know Birdman just has an ego. Just he just I get it because a lot of people like throw dirt on his name. So it's like I can't discredit how he feels right. either. But it's prideful, man. When you grow right. up and you get old, y'all in your fifties now, right? So it's like, when do you let that go? This is twenty five years ago. How petty could it be? Both of y'all rich. Gilly right. found him a new lane. He got him a new bag, a big bag right. with him and Wallow. Birdman is trying to come back. He got the, the cash money reunion and all that. Right. Everybody is getting it. So what happens when you bring that side to this side and bring them that together? part? That part. That's a big thing for hip hop and show them that we can do this on our own. You want to motivate our culture and our our people so we can get along amongst each other. While we trying and, to discredit everybody else. And that's that's the the industry. They they I put that to. they put that um when everything was going positive, I I believe what what uh, eighty eight eighty nine you got self destruction. Then you have all in the same game on the West Coast, and uh, you got Latifah, you got Public Enemy. Everything was pretty much going positive yeah. until the plant of uh, gangster gangster rap, and so yeah. I I seen the um, debate go wrong uh, with special ed on uh, drink champs. Um, my goodness, and it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it exploded because they took out of context what he was saying. Uh, he was saying that uh, the the gangster uh, era is is what we have in today's society, and it was at that point when they when they switched that light on to and turned off the positivity, that's where we come with the era of black-on-black crime and all of the things that we're dealing with uh-huh. in, in our African community. And so he, he basically had to get on a live with, it was Daz, it was, it was all uh, uh, corrupt was on there, all of the West Coast mm. boys was on there and he had to really clarify what he was saying and mm-hmm. and that particular IG live didn't go viral. The one that went viral was the one where they were saying uh, Ed was was uh down in the West Coast saying that the West Coast started the the gangster rap and that's why we are where we are today. Listen. So when they got that together 
on their on on their live feed with all them brothers got on there collectively and and, and showed unity and said we got to do this more often we got to do this in front of everybody we have to create a platform and a panel where where this can go viral opposed to just the clips that they want to paint their narrative with see that's that's the whole thing because it's like a catch 22 Everybody know all of this black on black crime stuff been happening. It's been happening since the just the forties, the sixties, all like, that. I it like just wasn't blame. magnified, right? I like to blame social media, internet, and politics. This is because once you see what people is gravitating to, and they see what people is buying, that's the only thing they want to promote now. Right. So it's just like the, the 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 culture vultures that come and see a lane for a dollar to be made and only want to promote the stuff that physically hurt us. It's just like nowadays don't nobody want to listen to the positive rap because it's not as catchy as the stuff that people are doing on the gangster side of things. Right. So it's just like people are only catering when you think about people who spend the most money. It's usually the people that's in the streets, living a fast life, doing the things, and they the ones. So they're putting out music that caters to what they do. Right. I don't really, I don't think people take enough accountability for themselves, man. Like, you control what you're supposed to control, and don't worry about anything else. I put out music that I like to put out, and I mix it up. I don't do all gangster rap. I do stuff about love. I do stuff about relationships. I do stuff about motivation. I got a singing song slash rap song coming out. So it's just like, people just need to start worrying about what other people do. Whatever sells for them and works for them, works for them, but... It's really just this this dynamic and the market that we have to work with, man. It's just like that's what sells. It's just like ratchet rap with these chicks with these these sexy reds, man. Like I can't do it. Right. But honestly, I can't say I don't like the song because it brings a good energy to the club and everybody turns up off of it. So it's a fun song, but I just don't like the message behind it, and I really would never listen to it on my own time. Right. But it's just like they're they're catering to the people who's not knowledgeable about it. So it's right. that like people got to do their history and know. Like I feel like the gangster rap did put a damper in it because it just brought another side to it. But I felt like it needed to be out there though at the same tip at the same token because right. it's like we were. Think about the subliminal things that we were going through that wasn't getting shed on by light. So it was, it started with good intentions, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't tell people to not talk about their story if it's actual and factual. Right. So it's just like, that's not, that's called a form of expression. We're supposed to be able to say what we want to say with no consequences, no penalties. Right. Now, right. it's not my fault that people gravitate to the more rough stuff. Which is why people forced to just turn into characters that they aren't in real life. Absolutely. So it's just like a lot of these gangster rappers, people have to look at it like movies. They're not blaming it on movies for showing a bad aspect of things. It's just music has a big influence. And we really start the wave of everything around the world. For real. Right. So it's just like, I get it. It's, it's a mix. It's a catch-22 for me. Like, I see it from both sides. Honestly, I think they all just need to come together and just, we need to run our own music, honestly. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, stop letting the people who know nothing about our culture be the gatekeepers to our culture. Yeah. It's just that. Real. 
That's real. Let's jump on to another cash money artist. Uh, BG. BG oh, is free. True. BG Shout out is to BG. home, man. BG man, home. One of, the, one of the original official members of Cash Money, a real stand-up dude from what I know. Like, for people who might not know, Detroit, when they had the Hurricane Katrina type of deal, BG actually moved here to Detroit. Yeah. So we actually saw a lot of him in the city, and BG stayed right in the hood with us. Like, right, I want to say he was, like, right in the school craft area, man, like, he was a real official dude, and I've always known him. I always heard good things about him. I know a couple of people that I used to mess with, and my my boys' side of the family. Like I know people that's kind of like have relations with him. So he's always got a good rapport, as far as I know. So it's mm-hmm. crazy just how people trying to play with his name and just that that show. It kind of taps into what we was just talking about. Right? How he jumped out. He hadn't said a word. It's perception. Perception is a big disease from people. Right. Like, you can't help what people see and can't control the narrative that come out of people's mouths. You just have to stand on what you stand on. And when people see you, you let them know, like, that ain't it, but right. it's cool. Give or take. Everybody's entitled to their opinions. Mm-hmm. Opinion is supposed to be for yourself. And I actually respect him for not speaking out on it. Because he's right. showing, like, I don't care. And he's showing, like, he's he will handle that situation kind of like I do. But when I come out, my music going to talk for me. When they start seeing me doing visuals and all that, they just paint it on a perception of how he is. Just right. because prison relates to <laughs> some other type of subjects and stuff, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's easy yeah. to think that narrative and paint that narrative. And then right. They trying to judge him by his body language, but people don't take into consideration. BG is probably the cleanest he's been. Since before going to incarceration, he was on heavy drugs before. Yeah. So when you come out a whole nother person and you comfortable with yourself, yeah, it's easy for a person to be like, oh yeah, you know, nah, ain't that ain't BG, like whatever. BG, of, show of course it ain't because, like you said, he's been gone for twenty years. He's, he's grown. He is a different person now. I understand mentally, physically, and and spiritually. So that part. He, he's a different person, man. I, I could see difference in his in his eyes, his demeanor, and, yeah. and even how he. Uh, I haven't had the opportunity to check out the full uh, uh, song, but from what I hear, the lyrics ain't left. He ain't, he definitely still BG as far as what I hear from the music side of things. He back on that. He back into the fashion. He's just more conscious, and it's just like he put himself into a, a mode to. Kind of like what I've been doing the last couple of years. It's just like working on my own inner side self. And I don't have to paint a narrative for somebody to accept me. I could be authentically me and it's okay. Right. It's just that. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Moving on to how we met, man. How we oh, met, man. New Jersey cookout. Man, the New Jersey cookout was so uh, dope. Shout out to Bots. Shout out to Deep Bots and the whole cookout uh, staff, man, for putting together a great, a great um, music summit, man. We've had Deep Bots on the show. We've had Rostine on the show. We've had uh, Sam Ant on the show. Ali has been on the show. Dre Ross. It's it's been a lot. It's been been cookout heavy here on the Preachers. You got to get that boy Crown on there, too. 
I, I gotta get crazy. crown. I gotta get crown on here, and and uh, man, it's it's a mo. mo. We got a get lot the, of people. We got a lot the, of people. We got to get the rest of. And so what it, it's become is uh, uh, off the app fam. And, s- and and we are we are closer than many other people that that we we talk to on a daily basis or or be uh, or been in relationship or friendships for twenty plus years, man. It's crazy, man. Like that 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 set a fire up under me. Like I was just in the process of like getting motivated. Like I was putting out. I really started putting the music out for criticism for real so i've been knowing how to rap i've been knowing how to put things together i was really more tailored into the production side mm-hmm. but the new jersey cookout brought all of them elements that i genuinely enjoy authentically myself like into one project and it was yeah. a big family feel it almost felt like a family cookout reunion type of deal and i never met none of these people a day in my life Right. So it's just like seeing the creative process and working with different people, different type of artists, different styles. Man, that was just like an eye opener for me, man. It's just really like set a fire up under me for real. Like it's a lot of people that I can credit for just like getting me motivated. Like one of my homeboys, shout out to CM three one three. Like he was doing these artist showcases right at the at the peak of getting ready to start doing artist showcases. And he was like, what you trying to do with this music? I said, man, I'm going to actually start taking it serious, man. I'm going to go out and I'm going to put some stuff out for criticism. Hmm. So he had got me in the, in, the, in, the, in the performance mode. Like, he started doing these showcases and I started coming out. I still do them. I come out and I rock out just for my loyalty feature, too. Like, I don't really expect too much. I come out and I do it for the craft, the criticism, to see how people like it. Right. And if you like it, I'm going to keep doing it. It's not about the prizes at the end of the day. I'm not, I'm not known enough to get paid for super shows like that. So it's just like putting that groundwork in. So coming to the cookout. So how you got to the cookout, from what I'm hearing, is you actually won by doing a performance. Yeah, so Bots actually teamed up with J-Mo. Shout out to J-Mo on the clock. Um, he teamed up with J-Mo on the clock. And they put together an artist showcase here in the city. J-Mo got him to come out. They put it together. So we did an artist showcase with people like Getty 808. Um, um, it was a lot of other people that was there, but we brought a bunch of artists. Shout out to CG Nutty. CG Nutty was one of the people that came with us down there to Jersey. Right, right. Hampton artist. He's another local artist that's not far from the city. He's right there in Toledo, so it's kind of like a 45-minute 45-minute ride, but all of us ended up at uh, a showcase right here in Detroit that they did at the Mars Studio. And so it was just like, put up, bring your first two, and everybody got a chance to showcase their, they got a chance to showcase their uh, artistry. It actually started from, actually, Carmichael was a big part of role in that too because he did the Hardest Out contest. Mm-hmm. And the people okay. that won on that, it kind of like went from that to the one that J-Mo did. Okay. So it went from that to the J-Mo. And then we all put on a um, showcase. So the way they had to do it, like the first song was just straight listening. You had to put out a best act. And then they just listened to the quality of your music and how your cadence and they judged it on like different things. So once they did that part, the second round was strictly like mostly performance. 
you had to really perform a song. And so I guess I came out and I did, everybody came out and did their thing. Like, we was really, after we did that, we was doing freestyle battles and people was just rapping on and on and on. We had a good time, man. Like, it was like a one of them experiences that opened me up too. So that's really like the one, when I took that cake, is when I really was like, okay, this music can really take me somewhere. Right. So it got me all the way to the New Jersey cookout after I won that showcase. They paid for the travel and uh, the housing and uh, the the ticket of entry to the cookout. So that's how I actually got a chance to meet you. Right. And it went from there. Right, right, right. Man, you actually connected with with First Lady first. Man, it's crazy. Like, I was running around that thing like crazy. Like, I was I was really just excited to be in the midst of yeah. people who really take their craft serious. And I can't get distracted about nothing in real life because I'm here. I'm out of state. I don't have to worry about nothing responsible. I can really take this time. And the yeah. whole weekend, we structured on music. Right, right. Like, and it was phenomenal, man. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I hate that I, I didn't get a chance to do the, uh, the production class with y'all, but... It was. It's like I did because I got the notes from it because First Lady was in there, man. So and she was tapped in. She was really yeah. in there taking her notes and paying attention. Man, we clicked. Like she's a really genuine person. Shout out to the First Lady. Yeah, yeah. Like that's my homie, man. She's a cool people. So and them the people that I gravitate to right out the back. Like I do. I, I'm an Aquarius. I judge. I like to scope the scene and really yeah. feel people out before I really get to mingling and. <laughs> it come yeah. with the, the, the aqua baby. Oh, but, really? Yeah, we yeah, have some man. nice, genuine relationships up there, man. Shout out to Xavier. Xavier, yeah, man. He is a young man. Monster. Yeah. He had me going, man. When I tell you, he was, I heard him in, in writer mode. I had to give him a little couple pointers on, like, look, he was, like, he was giving me something. Like, this is how me and him connected right out the gate. He was saying, like, yeah, I write strictly for, like, the type of song. And he was like, I have a hard time, like, taking that song and making it just to something else. I said, look, if you actually listen to it as a one, two, three, four count, that song will fit any beat you put it to. Yeah. And he started listening to it like that. Like, yeah, you got a point. I'm like, every song is structured the same. Unless you're doing, like, an Afro beat with a different count, but it still has a one, two, three, four. Unless you're doing, like, a salsa with a three count that does odd tempo type of deal, but mostly all songs are structured. One, two, three, four. Right. If you can count that bars and how to count bars, that that lyric is either got to be sped up, slowed down, or you might have to take one word out, add a word. It's something simple, but it'll fit. So once he got to doing that, which he was one of the young guys that did everything, man. When I say he sing, he rap, he dance. Be on the lookout for Xavier. Absolutely, man. And it's funny you mentioned that I just um, finished my article. I just finished the article and submitted it in. Um, I write for Black Link Magazine. Uh, Shout out to Black Link Magazine, Magazine, which is one of the sponsors for the cookout. And so all the pictures that I was taking, uh, I I put together a, a reel for myself 
but some of the pictures is, will be in the December issue uh, of the magazine. Your name is mentioned in the article. Oh, it's true. Uh, uh, Xavier oh, is mentioned in there. Hampton. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's so many artists that I didn't want Trig. to leave out. Uh, Tree is, is mentioned in there as well. And so I had to put, after I was writing, I was like, and so many more. <laughs> so the, the, the objective was to shine light on the event. And I put the website in there so people can continue to, to come experience for themselves yeah. the atmosphere and the things that's going on at the cookout, man. Shout out yeah. to D-Bots for the vision yeah. of the of the cookout, man. And, and I'm praying that it's going to be effective for many, many years and be the, oh, yeah. the cornerstone of, of many careers launching to to uh, higher heights, man. It was people there that uh, I'm sitting there talking to to Jeff and didn't even know that this is the owner of the <laughs> studio we in, and not only that, but owner of uh, uh, Cobblestone Media and 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 linked to Laugh Mob with Bob Sumner, and I'm like, wow. I'm I like, didn't know. I found that out just now. Right. And I'm like, man, I'm sitting here talking to this guy. And I'm like, man. Uh, so Bots walk in. And he say, oh, so you met Jeff. And I'm like, met Jeff? Who's Jeff, man? <laughs> like, and he just pat me on the back and, and, and shake my hand. And I, man, I like this dude. And he walks off. And he's like, that was Jeff. And I'm like, bro, who's Jeff? Man, he say, man, when you get by yourself, Google his name. And then you'll see... I, I'm like, wow. I'm going to have to go do some research, too. And, and, honestly, then, and not only that, um, um, uh, man, I cannot think of his name right now. I just drew a blank. Um, uh, he's also the uh, Lords of the Underground. Dupree Kelly. Dupree oh. Kelly was, was another... Um, Hip hop legend that was there. I actually took the picture of him and didn't even know who he was. Yeah, I was so in fan mode and just artistry mode, just anxious to do some good work. I probably overlooked a lot of people. I didn't let me, even let me tell you what song, and this this will bring it to life. Cheap rocker number one, cheap rocker. Wow, was wow. at the cookout. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I really didn't. Listen, I'm going to tell you how tunnel vision I was at the cookout. We were so... He, he had on a, on, a, on a pullover with a green hat, man. Just Low-key. Incognito. Low-key. As he should. Yeah. That's how he be. Like, he showed me that's how I would be if I had the fame and the org right. and, the, and the money. Like, I wouldn't... I don't... I'm going to still be the same person I am today. Maybe with a little bit more... Cautiousness, but right, uh, and it was so many. It was so many others that he told me afterwards that was supposed to, that was gonna come surprise us. Uh, like Red Man was supposed to uh, oh, pull wow. up, uh, but he couldn't. He couldn't make it because he was in the in a session. So oh. it was it was so many, and then uh, ABC and CBS uh, was supposed to come and interview bots. So it was it was it was gonna be way crazier than it was. Yeah. But no telling what this thing is gonna be in Vegas. So 
And this is what I was just about to get into because the cookout is not necessarily over. We got right. the cookout coming to Vegas. Right. And to my knowledge, they're supposed to be putting together uh, a cookout in Detroit next year for 2024. Right, right. So they're actually going to bring the cookout to the city here and we're going to have another chance. And all the people that was in that first contest is right. automatically going to be at the next cookout here that he sponsored for Detroit. That's what's so up. this this cookout thing is definitely gonna be like another little wave that's gonna keep going and progressing. So I'm looking forward to trying to get to as many of those as possible. I wanna hit them all because Absolutely. I had a ball. I was in tunnel vision the whole time. Every beat that they played, I wrote a verse to. Right. I, I was I just being it. humble. I was telling <laughs> I was telling bots um the other day. Cause I just started the uh, the mixing and mastering and engineering class. Shout out to Bots again, man. He just just so inspirational to to my music career. Thanks. But I was telling him, uh, I say, man, he say, Pastor, why you didn't jump on the track? I say, man, I I had the camera in my hand, <laughs> and then and then when I hear one that I like, uh, as soon as I get ready to write something. I say it was like uh like you cut the lights on in uh, uh, in, in the mm. kitchen and the roaches just come to the meat man I, I was swear like, to you I say so now man it, listen I say but the, but the way that I work I like to work in private man I uh, I have to get used to that environment mm. to working with everybody in there like that man I'm I just finally getting over my complex of studying. Uh, uh, that's what the, the, the therapy from this podcast has been. So I get excited. I get to studying and all that. And then I'm like, man, they high side me. I'm, it, <laughs> it, it turns into something else man. that don't have to be. Man, still grow, he, he, he's still praying about these hands. These hands ain't delivered. I'm working on my faith. I'm working on my faith for sure. Like, yeah. Trust me, I know that feeling. But yeah. for me, when you've been through that, that's kind of like more of a reason to go even crazy. That makes me right. feel more comfortable because it's like I know where I come from and I know this can take me to a whole nother dynamic. So right. it's just like when I got in that studio, I actually was being more discreet. Like I wanted to jump on every single song, but I'm seeing like people sitting back and not jumping right. on the songs. I'm kind of like trying to motivate people to like jump on more songs. Right. Because between uh, CG Nutty, Hampton, myself, Xavier, Xavier, um, Trig came out there working. Um, I can't think of my man's that came with that was with. Trig. I can't think of the young lady's name. I gotta uh, think of. That's a lot of people, but she was I, on a lot of. He was them trying too. to motivate people to get on. I'm trying to like, like go ahead and go in there, steal a song, like go ahead and put your verse on there. Right. And I'm like, she was like, I was just waiting on the right. No, you can't wait. I realized, like, if you go out there on some laid back, you get left out. Right, right. So next right. time I go, when I well, go see, that Vegas, was that was actually my first one. So that me too. That that was an experience. So I know what to expect on the next that one. Part. So yeah, man. That part. I'm looking forward to it, man. Let's jump into some of your music, man. Uh, oh, that's true. What do you have? What are you working on? What do you have out? Let's tell the people how they can connect with you and get your music and all that good stuff, man. Oh, yeah. I'm out on all streaming platforms, JRMO. Sometimes you got to put the periods in there. So it's J dot R dot space M O E. 
And it's pretty much that for all social platforms like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can just type in JRMO on YouTube. Everything you can listen to your music to, I'm on there somewhere. So I got a, a small little collection of songs. I got maybe like anywhere from six to seven, eight songs maybe. I got a couple features that I did. One of my most recent projects that I just released is a, a feature I did with my brother TNT313, another dope artist. Shout out to TNT. Me and him got some more fire for the come out. We got a couple more songs we got to cook up in the stew. But we did a song called On My Mama. <laughs> and that one is just like a, kind of like a, a, a citywide. Actually, I've seen, I can see it going worldwide because a lot of people say things like, oh, my mama. So right. it's one of them catchy anthems that people going to vibe to just naturally. And then I got, I jump in all different ways, man. I got a song called Pull On Me, which is, it just fits the dynamic of the city. Like the violence rate is right. kind of like went up real crazy. So it's just my way of saying, just keep something on you and defend yourself. Not necessarily go out there and just be the reckless person. But if you know, like I know, you better keep something on you. Got to keep some protection. Yeah. That part. And if Absolutely. you can do it, the I like, way, I like poetic justice. Man, poetic justice was like my sensitive side right there, man. It's yeah. like that's my end game for like uh I, I'm always wanted like a, a nice little underdog relationship where we grind from the bottom and make it all the way to the top and we it's genuine love. It's crazy so. you say that, man. <laughs> it's that part. It's, so it's I like, got I got the underdog on my shirt. That's what I I, I low key call myself, man. Listen, the, the underdog, man. I, I love got, that. I gotta I gotta trademark it. I gotta get my Dion, my primetime channels sure. on. Everything Dion is is saying in the media, he done went back and trademarked it, man. So he <laughs> he getting the money off the shirts for off top. <laughs> Listen, all you have to do is really just. Switch the way you 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 spell it. That's Get what saucy I did. in your spelling. So that's what I did. Yeah. And you add something to it, it's not the same thing. Right. So it's like underdog is something that everybody in the world can relate to. Everybody has felt like they've been in a position to where they were counted out. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm like that when it comes to the relationships, man. Like I don't want to count out relationships because they feel like they're so unrealistic nowadays. But I still got that little piece of faith that it's just somebody out there for me. So that song was just pretty much talking about I'm just looking for that true, that one that loves me for me without no hidden agendas, no ties. And just like a real, it's kind of like a hood story love, like a, a hood love story, in a sense. Right. And then I go into another side of relationships too like you know all relationships ain't good that's more of one of my positive songs <laughs> then you go into like a song like withdrawal withdrawal talks about just realistic things it's like i call it withdrawal slash perception because like i said earlier perception can be somebody's worst downfall it's not necessarily that they're not a good person right it's just their perception of what they're seeing at that time just may not be com compatible for you. And it's just like, when you see that, it's like, don't waste time. If you don't see it going over, you just have to withdraw from it. And if it's meant to be, it'll come back around. So that's just kind of like my thing for that. Just speaking on just like a lot of, it's not speaking on one relationship in a whole. It's really just talking about a collection of things I've been through with just all different people. And then to have it 
on our happier end when we finally do find somebody. Let's just speak it into existence. I ended the song with I found somebody who really treats me like a real man, a real king, and her company is how she's pulling me. You'll hear it in the bars, but that is kind of like just making the happy ending. But I'm still praying for that part of it. I'm still singing. So it's just like. I, I'm a firm believer that he that findeth the wife finds a good thing. But the fa- my favorite part, the favorite part of that, that that scripture says, "and obtain favor." That part. So favor, favor comes along with the good thing that he findeth. Oh right. man, I ain't gonna preach today, man. I ain't gonna preach. Man, listen, some of this stuff <laughs> needs to be heard because yes, sir. This day and age, because you know people always they, they quote their scripture, but they said they they stopped there. They don't right. they don't they don't continue on with and obtain favor. <laughs> you see right, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Obtaining that favor is attached to finding that good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. And like I said, these songs like the the, the sexy reds and it's promoting the wrong thing and it's the got our women out here looking crazy right Right, now. right. It ain't too many, it don't look like it's too many good things. And it's just like I'm I've been more <laughs> isolated and it's not like I don't have opportunities. It's just like I really don't know and I'm really kinda like scared to get back into that again. Right. So it's like I feel people out. I gotta know a person before I level. So if you ain't right. willing to love me without doing nothing, just learn me as a person first. And then we can talk about doing dating things. A lot sure. of nowadays, they feel like you obligate to do that. You got to take me on a date. To me, that sounds like a bad investment. If I don't right. know you, you got you to gotta earn that spot to go on that date. It's crazy you say that. I just seen a, um, a video on Instagram of this woman. Um, she videotaped the, the guy on the first date, and she was upset that he took her, he pulled up to Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory mm-hmm. and she put him on live stream and said that she was refusing to get out of the car because the guy pulled up at Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. She said, you don't take a woman that looks like this to the Cheesecake Factory what on the first mean? date. See, that's perception. I said, so, so now this lady has really uh, hurt her chances on uh Finding a great date, genuinely. <laughs> like do they the understand? richest man in America is not going to ask you out on the date now. Listen, it's more so like when it comes down to that, it's not just one sided. So I want to just put that out there too. Like we right. both got to earn a position in a date to date right. each other, right? And that's where you find the compatibility to it. It's not one sided, and that's what the perception that messes people up. We both supposed to be doing this to learn each other. It's not about me spoiling you right now. The spoil comes with it when I understand you deserve it. Right. So it's just like, we don't, a lot of men right now is not giving that right out the gate. At all. It's just because we scared. Like, we don't know. And not saying that they all good people. people. Like everybody do their dirt. But for me personally, I can only speak for myself. I right. just want to know you first. Like, I already know I'm a giving person and I sacrifice myself a lot of times to do for other people and can put myself on the back burner because I know what I want to do. But if we build in type of deal, I want to make sure you can know what you want to do so I can help you get to it so we can get to it so we can be great. It's just like, that's what we help each other do. That's called emotional support. And it's just like, 
you can't love a person before you know a person, right? And I'm just not, I'm, people say I'm mean for that. <laughs> it's just, I'm just not, I'm just not, I just don't sugarcoat. That's just all, like, I'm totally transparent. And I, if I feel like I've expressed it so many times, sometimes I isolate out and just don't, I keep, I don't, don't want to waste my time no more. It's just like, I've been saying this, and you're not paying attention to it, so how many times do you have to just say the same thing over and over again before you actually get it? So I'll fall back and disappear, and they'll be like, well, you ghost me. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's becoming more toxic. And yeah. I don't want to be the toxic person, for real. I never oh, do. That 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 is not going to get you far in this relationship at all, man. It's just more stress than anything. So it's like, man, I sure hope that they are ho- uh, loving this this <sighs> this interview, man. I'm enjoying it, man. Hit the oh, like button. Hit the like button. We are chopping yeah, it know. up with our special guest, Jr. Mo in the building, man. Oh, it's uh, true. While while you were sitting there talking, man, it was actually helping me out because I, I I was able to put that ticker at the bottom uh, with your IG. So go ahead and follow. It's true. Go ahead tap and follow in, my man. bro. Tap in with him. I got some new music coming out too. That's man. a way to that's a way to get with him right there, man. It's at the bottom yeah. of the screen on the ticker. It's running. Man, I'm trying to get fancy with this stuff, bro. Oh yeah, I see. <laughs> we looking like the new, the new uh, uh, CNN right now. That's right. The, the scrolling marquee going. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to be a part of it. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, man, we got it going on. Man, it's it's been a while, man, it's since we work. since we actually did the visual, man. But. Uh, we got we got to get back to work, man. Go ahead and get these things rolling, with so we can so we can actually do this full time, man. It's yeah, time. It's our objective, man, to to become entrepreneurs and create our own platforms, create our own avenues where where we're the gatekeepers, opposed to waiting on an opportunity for from somebody else. And I I, I said, man, I said, I don't. We don't have to go on nobody else's uh, platform to be interviewed. Why don't I just interview myself? And so I did the one the other day and talked about the whole uh, album that's coming out. And I say, man, I, I got a platform. I might as well utilize it. Uh, I can pick and choose who I want on here, man. So right. here it is. All right. I'm, I'm going I'm to show love to my fam. Show love that's to right. this one. Show love to that one, man. And the objective is we get to, our our people that follow us to to cross promote and so yeah, and we share and they share and we grow as a, a culture versus what we've been doing sit back and 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 seeing what the next person is doing and mimicking that and copying part. exactly what they're doing thinking it's going to work for us but that part the sauce of it is is the support the likes, the shares. So that's what's wrong with it. our culture. Our this culture don't our do culture, that. Bro. We 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 sit back, we watch, we take ideas, and we think that just because it popped off and happened for them, that it's gonna do the same for me. God don't work like that. Right. This is why I take the whole approach. <laughs> like I'm just cool with just gradually doing it the way I do because once you do get to the big stage, you're gonna appreciate it a lot more. Right. So it's right. like I try to take a more moral and principle 
right. type of approach to it because I know how to be. It's just like working for corporate America. Right. When you want to be treated right, you know what type of boss you want to work yeah. for. And always, that, and man. always shout out to people that that poured into you, man. Sam, Ant, Sam Ant was uh, he's been on the show, man. Multiple uh, platforms he has, and and all millions of subscribers on on YouTube, man. He gave me some game. He said, "Do oh. X, Y, Z, and 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 do this and do that." So I don't have no no issue of saying who helped me behind the scenes. Me neither. Who showed me the game and who did this, man. That's why you see me always sharing other people's stuff and putting it in my stories. Hey, support free, this man. place. Support this person, man, because I'm I'm a firm believer of what the word says. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That is uh-huh. a command. We're commanded to do this. Right. And so, everybody so do this is something dollar. that if, if if we don't do this we can be held accountable for on that final day of judgment. So I'd rather find out now that it's working for me than to find out then. <laughs> right. And subsequently, too. Like, I can right. see that. In a Whether you situation. believe in, 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 in Christianity or God or not, I'd rather find out now that it's real, well, uh, that, that what goes up must come down. You that see what part. I'm saying? Then wait until the day of judgment to find out if I'm going to, to heaven or hell. So I want to wait to then to find out if Jesus is real. I want I want to just continue to do what this what what this uh, basic instruction before leaving Earth is telling me to do. Yeah, and this is what I said about the religion, <laughs> man. Like I understand it's all different types of religion. Right. I'm not a super super religious person either, but if it promotes happiness, right, stay doing it. Like if Absolutely. it makes you feel like a better person, keep Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody' opinions is for themselves to keep. Like it's not for exactly. nobody to understand. It. It's for you to understand. It. Exactly. So if this is a better calling, you feel like this makes you a better person, then keep doing it by all means. Absolutely. So I just stay in my own ways, man. So I like with that being said, I shout out everybody that is responsible for me being where I'm at and where I'm getting ready to hit. Shout out to CM three one three. Shout out to J Mo. Shout out to DJ Hype. He was one of the first DJs playing my music. Shout out to uh, Aqua Mace, one of my homeboys, man, he right. got me at his house recording. We started putting a lot of them songs out in the hour, quick, just doing them in his living room. So it's like, I don't forget nobody. Anybody that played a role in me getting to where I need to be eventually, I'm coming back for everybody. Trust me. I'm just that type of dude. My loyalty is just like that. Shout out I- to anybody that support me. Absolutely, man. I always like to end it like this, bro. Um, you know, being in the game, being an artist, and especially as a performer, you got your experience as a performer now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had to give some advice to a uh, up and coming artist, man, what would you give? Um, my advice is don't never let nobody tell you that your dreams can't come true. Like your vision is your vision solely because you see it. Don't let another person tell me that your idea isn't a good idea because that is what starts the insecurity and it makes people forget what their purpose is in life. So definitely stand on what you do. Be who you are. Be authentic to you. And you'll get to a better day eventually. Everybody's life path is different. 
That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. We definitely appreciate you for pulling up, especially on short notice, man. Especially on short notice. I like to do some spontaneous stuff, man. Just I don't like to just do a whole bunch of planning and, you know, people are are big on the PR and the promotion, but uh, if you put too much out there, then, like I said, man, you you letting the left hand know what the right hand doing. So, uh, just like, boom, here it is. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just like plans are meant to be broken. Like when we went to the, the Jersey cookout, we didn't plan none of them songs. Right. We went in there and did them. We did five songs in two days. Right. In our one room. And that's not even counting the R and B room. Right. That's not counting none of the other rooms. I actually was so stuck in our room, I didn't know it was an R and B room next door. I would have jumped on R and B tip too. Right. <laughs> so right. it's like right. It's that. So hey, me and you, we about to get some work done together. Absolutely. Too. Me, Absolutely. You, I want to work with everybody that was at the cookout. I told Trig something. Trig, I'm going to reach out. I definitely got to reach out to everybody who was there. Like, I, I still keep ties with a lot of them. I look at people like that as my extended family now. Right, 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 man. So we gonna work. We definitely out here being active. We outside for sure. Absolutely. Man, go ahead and hit those. Uh, uh, the subscribe button. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit the share, man. We we definitely want to get you back in here, man. Because man, well, it's, just it's, you know. it's no ends to it, man. We can, we can get on here and and chop it up and and talk about different topics anytime we want yeah, to. For sure, it's it's this our platform. God has provided for us. So, man, hey, whenever you're available, you want to jump yeah. on. You got something to promote, man. Man, it is what it is. Let's All you gotta up. do is tap in. I mean, it's vice versa, man. I'm out here working. I'm just trying to be consistent. So, anytime you think of me, I'm always game for it, fam. Absolutely, man. That's our time, man. We are out of here, man. Before we go, before we go, before we go, before we go, I want you to always dream big, use kind words, say I love you, say please and thank you, be grateful. Help others. Don't whine. Be silly. Keep calm and carry on. That's our time. We out of here. Peace. Thanks so much for joining us for the Preacher's Corner with your hosts, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. For more information, you can log on to our website at thepreacherscorner.net, Facebook at The Preacher's Corner, and IG The.Preacher's Corner. This is an in-house production. We'll see you next time.